Welcome to Bible Fellowship Church's The Upper Room. Our podcast addresses the Christian's role in today's culture. We hope you enjoy it and find it informative. To help support our ministry, please consider becoming a subscriber and financial contributor. Links to donate are on our website at bfcforyou.org. Now let's get going. Welcome back to the Upper Room Podcast. You're hearing my voice, Andrew Kimball, which means we must be doing another interview because that's what they bring me in for. So joining me on this episode, I have Mike and Amanda Ball. They are missionaries to Fiji. Mike, I'm going to throw it to you first. How are you doing? I'm very good. It's good to be here. Good to uh, be a part of this this afternoon. And Amanda, how about you? Very blessed. Great to be here. All right. So we're going to dive in and get to know you guys a little bit better. But before we get to that, just want to get the rigmarole out of the way that, you know, if if you get value out of this podcast, if you enjoy it, if you like what you hear, you know, please share it, share it with your friends, share it on social media, leave some some ratings if you can, a review, things like that help us get picked up in the all-powerful algorithm and uh, get more ears and eyes on the show and allow us to reach more people and, you know, maybe be a help to even more. So now that we have that out of the way, like we mentioned earlier, missionaries to Fiji, that's going to be kind of the main topic. But before we fully get into all that, let's get a little bit of background on you two. So tell us about you, maybe how you met, your family, things like that, anything you're willing to share to, to let us get to know you guys a little bit better. And then we'll kind of, we'll transition from there. Okay. Uh, I grew up in uh, right here on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, Long Beach. I was actually a part of Bible Fellowship Church from around the time of college. And I actually met Amanda right here at Bible Fellowship Church, right below us, where we're sitting right now. And uh, so we were married in 1999. And... um, about I was I was actually a a civil engineer for about twelve years before we actually went to Fiji as missionaries, but it was around two thousand nine that we moved uh, to Fiji and began ministering there. And I was a, a student at Bob Jones University in South Carolina. And one thing I love to tell people is that it was maybe nineteen ninety five, could have been ninety four, ninety four, ninety five. In the fall, Mike and I both, Mike was in Mississippi, and I was in South Carolina, and um, we wouldn't meet for another four or five years, but God called us both into missions at the, the same year, the same time of year. So that was something that was settled in our hearts before we ever, even um, before we met, actually, and that was one of the first questions we had for each other before we, before we pursued any interest. Are, are you feel, do you feel called to the mission field? <laughs> wow. So, that's crazy how that happens. Yeah, <laughs> and you guys, you have a pretty big family. Yeah, yeah we have uh, five children. Um, our two oldest, uh, Nathan and Abby, are schooling in Greenville, South Carolina, and then we have three still in the home: Lauren, Julia, and Tirza. And mm. uh, they're a blast. We enjoy them. Thank the Lord for them. They've been a real blessing. Yeah, definitely been an asset to missionary work, having a big family. 
especially in Fiji, where it's um, an oddity to see a white family, but especially little blonde-haired girls um, has been a, a big attention attention yeah, getter for I us. I imagine so. <laughs> Sounds like you're outnumbered, Mike. I am, and especially now that Nathan is out <laughs> of the home. I'm, I'm, uh, I do a lot of waiting. Now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when we're ready to go somewhere, um, I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I'll wait now, <laughs> but that's all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, it's, it's crazy that you guys, you know, your roots are so tied to Bible fellowship church mm. and you met here and everything. Mm. Um, what was it you, you mentioned Amanda that the missions was a very important thing to both mm. of you, even early on in your relationship. Mm. What was it that kind of led you to actually, you know, going to Fiji, like how, mm-hmm. what started that, I guess? Let's start from the beginning there. Okay, yeah. Um, <clears throat> as she mentioned, it was actually in college when the Lord really laid on my heart and her heart uh, to missions, full-time missions. And then we were um, serving here at Bible Fellowship Church for a number of years. And um, during that time, the Lord put on my heart to um, that I needed to would like to get some training, some more formal Bible training. Although I, I really believe I got a lot of good biblical teaching right here. Uh, but uh, we went off to Kansas City uh, in 2003. I went to Calvary Theological Seminary up there, and um, uh, it was during that time that we were looking, uh, Lord, where would you have us to go? Uh, there was many times we would be a missionary would come to the church. We'd look at each other and say. Was that, should we go there? Right. And, uh, you know, but and it, at some point even I can remember us, you know, looking at the possibility of, of missions here domestically in the U.S. or overseas. And I think something happened. I'm not sure exactly what, what that was. You I mean, I could probably speak more to that, but uh, that we just felt like the Lord's called us to, to go overseas. And so we were looking at mission, different mission agencies a biblical ministries worldwide uh, was a was a mission board that we were quite impressed with their their biblical doctrine, their philosophy of ministry. So we began to look at how you know where are they ministering in the world, and uh, came across on their website just looking at different places throughout the world, and came across uh, Fiji, and uh, come to find out that in Fiji, there in the South Pacific, there's uh, about. 35 to 40 percent of the population are of India, Indian descent from India. So they're Hindu background, Muslim background, and uh, was was intrigued by that. They had just began begun a ministry uh, to the Indian people, church planting just a few years before that. And so we began to pray if maybe that would be where the Lord uh, would lead us. And and he did over the over the next couple of years. We continued to pray as I was finishing up seminary, and the Lord just just continued to 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 guide us in that direction, and uh, use some use some scripture along the way as we were praying through that. Just the great need uh, of the people there to 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 to, ha- to hear the the gospel of the one true God, uh, as they serve so many gods. They need to know the one true God and. And know him um, through Jesus Christ. So um, the Lord led in that way. Man, I want you. If there's anything you want to add to that? Well, it's just so amazing to see God leading us step by step. And um, it was actually a 
uh, a missionary couple that was speaking in our church. And we were, Mike and I were really just pursuing missions within America somewhere. And this couple was from, um, from Jordan, from the Middle East. And during the message, the more he shared, um, I just felt like we've, we've got to, we've got to pursue missions outside of America. That feeling just grew more and more strong during the course of his message. And at the end of the me- his message, Mike turned to me and said, We've got to pursue missions outside of America. Yeah. It was just really so cool. And then some something else that God had been doing in our life during that time is he was developing in us a passion for the local church. Um, there's various types of missions that you can be about. There's medical missions. Mm. There's all types of missions. But my the Lord was really giving Mike and me um, a passion just to build the church. And I think that's where he was equipping us as well, just kind of in, in the background serving in church. And so that was another thing, um, very special to biblical ministries worldwide. The mission board we ended up going with, uh, church planting. They're committed to planting churches. They believe that's the work that God's doing right now to further the gospel. Um, And so that it just everything lined up. And we wanted to go to a country, to an unreached country, but we felt like, you know, we've got a lot of kids and we're new at this. So let's find a family to partner with. Let's come alongside another family. And and that was just a perfect fit for Fiji because there was a young couple there um, doing this work, trying to plant a church and they needed teammates. And um, it was it all just lined up so perfectly. Um, actually, uh, Pastor Don came when uh, when we were at Biblical Ministries Worldwide, and um, we 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 told them we think Fiji is the place that God has for us. And Pastor Don was there that week, and also an, our pastor from um, the Missouri area, Pastor Charlie Payne, and um, we asked we we invited them both to help us in this decision. Is Fiji where God is leading us? And they both helped confirm that and pray with us about it. Wow. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So when was this? What year was this? This is 2009 that we actually went to Fiji, but probably moving back from that, probably 2005, 2006, when we first sort of discovered, oh, Fiji, we didn't know anything about it. And uh, so... So it took a little while to actually... to yeah, kind of decide on Fiji and then actually get there. Right, right. There was some time in there um, uh, going through deputation process of right. raising support, about a year and a half of that. So, uh, And then you've been there ever since, right? You, ever since. You come back yeah. every now and then and we get to mm-hmm. see you, but... Yeah. So let, I think that's probably the the meat of what, what this should be is like, Tell us about your experience in Fiji and what's, you know, what's going on there, what's, how it was, how things were when you got there, how they are now, you know, just, you've been there for a long time, so I'm sure you've seen lots of different changes and things happen and have all sorts of stories, so give us the, give us the, 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 the big picture. Yeah, thanks. Um, you know, when we first got there, we, as Amanda mentioned, we were we were joining a, a, a young couple. They were older than us, but young at the time. We were all young back in those days, <laughs> and uh, and we joined them. And they were, you know, Jeff uh, Jeff White, Jeff and Sherry White were the couple, and he was um, he had learned the language, and his model of doing things was to meet people. Uh, as he, you know, as he got to know them, sometimes there would be someone who would be interested to sit down and listen to just to open the Bible, and 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 so he would sit down and have Bible studies with different families 
uh, that were allowing him to do that. Uh, many of them were Hindu families. Some of them were would not have called themselves Hindu. They would have said, well, we've left Hinduism and we've kind of gone into Christianity, but maybe not all the way there yet kind yeah, of thing, right. not understanding completely. And so um, he would do it in the Hindi language. And so when we got there, we just started doing the same thing, just trying to, of course, I started learning Hindi, got a guy to help me do that. It was a um, uh, a retired um, teacher, a Muslim guy, a very committed Muslim guy, and he he uh, taught me Hindi. We I'd go and sit with him for you know every day for about two hours, and we just try to I just try to talk in Hindi, try to discuss things, and yeah. and slowly over that time learned more and more, and um, that was a great great opportunity to just uh, spend some time with him as well, and then um, began to do some Bible studies of my own with with families over the over that time. And the Lord opened different opportunities with people, brought us into contact with some that, you know, many, many people we've shared with, uh, there was kind of an interest there. They would listen, but, you know, they just didn't seem to get it, mm-hmm. didn't seem to understand the gospel. Uh, but then the Lord, in some people, the Lord was working in an incredible way, and they understood the truth and came to faith in Christ. And... So after many, many years of that, uh, there were a, a few handful of believers. And so at that point, we, you know, we began to uh, meet together on like a Sunday morning and have kind of a Bible study quasi-church service uh, together. And, um, and then the Lord's kind of led that to the point where now— it's been great to just see um, the Lord's raised up some leaders, some men, uh, some godly men. It's been incredible. Uh, we've got uh, three solid uh, leaders. Um, Kamal uh, and his wife, Nina, are um, a couple actually from uh, the main island in Fiji. We're in, in Lombasa, which is on the second largest island. And they're from a, he's actually graduated from a Bible college and he came over. And joined our, our our church, and and he's been just such a faithful guy. And then we've got two other men, uh, Nilesh, uh, medical doctor there, uh, faithful guy, loves the Lord, loves the Word. And then Sonal, who just came to faith in Christ from very Hindu background, um, just three years ago. It's been incredible to see his growth over the last year. We give God all the glory because it's been incredible to see what he's done in this man's life and his wife's life. His wife's even been saved less than that, just about a year or two. And it's been amazing to see what God's done in them. And and I really think uh, Lord has great things for all of those, those, those couples. So we're excited to see. Man, to add some things, some more on that. Uh, if you would. Yeah, just some things that, um, you know, what's ministry look like in Fiji? Um, one thing that's so great about Fiji, before we came there, we were told more than once by people who'd been there, um, in Fiji, there are more invitations 
into people's homes than we can actually fill. And um, the people, they really are so warm and friendly and welcoming, and they love um, fellowship. So in the beginning, it was just really a lot of relationship building, and it's just been great. And I I often tell people that missions is the greatest job in the world because it, it really is just, it's building relationships with people and telling people about Christ. And somewhere along the way, someone shared um, a principle with us that's been really helpful. And if you envision a number line with a negative 12 on one side and positive 12 on the other and zero in the center and zero would be salvation. So we're all on that number line somewhere. And our job as, of course, 12 would be positive 12 is perfect sanctification when we're with Christ. Um, and so we're, we're all there somewhere. And our job as believers is to encourage people towards that positive 12. So our life in Fiji these past um, 12 years, we're just always, you know, wherever we find that person, trying to push them closer to Christ. And it's been helpful to look at it that way because there are people that we've, we've, we've invested unnumbered uh, hours with, and they're not believers yet, but still just trying to point them to Christ, trying to move them maybe from that negative eight to a negative seven and just getting there and just spending time with them and just always leaving that door open. Um, Ministry to people from, um, from Hindu and Muslim background, it's, it's a long road. It can take an average of five years to see someone come to Christ. We have one family that that we are very, very close with. We see them at least once, I would say twice a month. Uh, We see this family. um, I was present when one of the babies was born. Um, They're not believers. Uh, We're in the third generation now with this family of relationships. And these children now come to a Bible club. Mm. Uh, that's as close as we've gotten, you know, yeah. to, to see them embrace Christianity, but at least they let the children come. Yeah. So just looking at it that way and just seeing, you know, this is relationship building. This is sharing Christ with people. This is opening your life. And um, we do a lot of things like, um, hey, I need a ride to the hospital or, I'm, you know, I need this. I need that. Um, it's my sister's birthday and I can't afford to buy a cake. Can you make me a cake? Just a lot of things like that. Um, and it, it's just great. It's a wonderful life. We've just enjoyed it so much. Um, and now just seeing them take the baton and do the same thing, you know, just ministering. Now they're ministering to the people um, in, in that very same way. As Mike mentioned, one of our um, leaders in our church, he's a doctor. And the way the Lord allows him, a lot of people in the community call him the smiling doctor. <laughs> um, and just the, the difference that they're making now that they've come to Christ and they have that tenderness and that desire um, just to, to meet needs and share life and share Christ. So it's, it's really awesome. Yeah, and another thing I, I would add to that uh, is it's been uh, great to have our kids mm-hmm. uh, these, these 12 years. Uh, Nathan was, I think, nine years old when we went to the field and uh, they have been such uh, troopers, such am- amazing. You know, we we have gone to so many Bible studies, and they've sat in, and they've been a part of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Nathan actually led the music for a while at our church, and early on when he was still there. And the girls have uh, had a lot of friends. Nathan's had friends as well that uh, we've had opportunity to be in their lives as well. And uh, even our daughter met a neighbor, and we've had so much ministry. Uh, met a neighbor girl her age. They were about 12 at the mm-hmm. time. 
And we've had so much opportunity in, in that family's life just to, you know, Bible studies, just encourage them. And so I, I thank the Lord for our children and how they've been a part of the ministry over yeah, the years. Many doors that would never have been opened. And I, 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 I see, too, that our children made us transparent and approachable. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're just living life and we're just being parents just like right. they are. You know, your kids can really embarrass you. <laughs> they can really bring out who you are yep. and just being real with people and um, being shoulder to shoulder in parenting and, and in all that goes with that. And um, Fiji is um, it's a very family oriented type ministry. As Mike mentioned, the Bible studies um, at least once a week. Sometimes there were three a week, um, but we would go out for Bible studies and the families that we were going to have Bible studies with would be so disappointed if we left even one of the kids back home. <laughs> and you know how a Bible study in Fiji would look like like two hours, two or three hours. Um, an hour of that's probably in the Word. Um, and then the other time is just fellowship, talking, uh, just doing life together. And the kids, the kids now look back and they really appreciate um, that kind of community that they grew up in. Do you think any of them are going to follow in your footsteps kind of thing and also kind of stick with the, the mission? Could be. Uh, our, our daughter has, has expressed interest in overseas missions. Yeah. I think one thing that I see with our kids is um, we're really blessed. And, and quite honestly, I think that was born into Mike and me here at BFC because um, here at BFC, it's not just church, it's family. And the people you go to church with are the people you hang out with. Right. And so our children have been raised in that because we do that in Fiji, too. Um So they understand that church is not just something you go to on Sunday and you sit in the pew. So Nathan, when he went to college, he went to a church that he could just blend in and it didn't feel right. Right. So he sought out a church where um, it was family and where he could make a difference. And I see that in all of them. Every time we come back to America, we go to a lot of different churches. And the churches that they love and resonate with are the the smaller, the the tight-knit churches, you know, the the churches where— um, where they can make an investment and they can know the people closely and encourage each other. So, yeah, I think they're going to carry that with them into their future ministries, whether that's full-time or, you know, just lay lay ministry. Right. Right, yeah. I mean, it may be um, our, our greatest desire, our hope is not that they would be missionaries or that Nathan would be a pastor or anything like that, but really that they would just— Serve the Lord, right? Live for Jesus, and if uh, he's a businessman or uh, she's a teacher, uh, that they would serve the Lord and and be a blessing in their church and do you know um, just follow him. Mm. So, so we yeah. pray for that. Right. <laughs> yeah. So going back to to Fiji, you you've mentioned you've got locals there now that are kind of they're leading. They've kind of taken over responsibilities in the church that you've established is that are you wanting more of that are you kind of more hands off now and just guiding them in what they're doing are you looking to try to do that again in another location like where what where are you at right now now that you kind of have that in place right uh good good question uh we it is. It has been amazing to see that the Lord's raised up some solid leaders, and so we feel like, okay, 
that's there. That's in place. You, you really have to have that in, right. in a church. Uh, we would love to see it a bit more established, mm-hmm. um, to have a, a bit bigger core group, very small uh, church. Love to see it a little bit a larger core group. Uh, but yes, we do have, um, I mean, our our plan is to, and even in this last couple of years, COVID has really mm. changed things. It's yeah. put kind of changed the way this these last couple of years went, the way we envisioned them going. I think it did for everybody. I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> we also had a couple of hurricanes in there that were right. very serious mm-hmm. and did a lot of damage even just in our area. So that kind of put things on hold. Uh, but our 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 hope and our looking at la- uh, these last couple of years was okay. We're trying to step back a little bit. We're trying to plan for a future ministry, and we even sat together with those guys and and made a what I kind of termed a twenty year master plan for mm-hmm. ministry on our island and in the north of of Fiji where we are. And a part of that was uh, was hoping to to plant uh, another church. There in the town we we live in, uh, potentially our church, the church that we've that we've seen start there is a Hindi speaking church, uh, but we are looking at the possibility of starting an English speaking work uh, that would be uh, targeting both Indian and Native Fijian people. So it would be kind of a mix. I've always uh, had a burden to to see that happen. Uh, so that's kind of where we're at, is kind of stepping back from that work and trying to lay the groundwork to begin uh, a new work. And then there are other places on that island that we'd love to see uh, a church started. So that's kind of where we're where we're going. We're amazed to see how um, how God has used COVID um, to further the gospel and to strengthen the believers who are there. And part of that 20-year plan to re-us to... Um, to plant other churches would require our members having that passion of evangelism. Um, and so that, that's that got to come first. And, and we're seeing that happen. We're seeing God do that in their lives. I would say we have... Six or eight adults, not not including Mike and myself. Six or eight adults who are who are who really have this vision. They're part of our church. Six of them are part of our church. Uh, another two um, are part of a different church, but refer people to our church. Um, and just seeing what God is doing in their lives and giving them this passion to see people saved, and them using their uh, gifts and talents to further the gospel. As Mike mentioned, Sonal, um, Sonal lost his job because of COVID, and he's used this time to produce videos in Hindi mm. on YouTube uh, to share the gospel. And then another amazing thing God did, um, and we'd shared this but when we were back in the States in 2019, part of our ministry um, is extension classes so that lay people in the church can get a Bible college degree. Mm. Well, with COVID, those classes had to be put on hold but then we were able to use Zoom. So with Zoom, we were able to reach, more people could sign up for this class. And just in God's providence, the first class that they did by Zoom was personal evangelism, which was perfect. I mean, you can't plant a church unless you know how to share the gospel. So we had nine people sign up for that class. And it was really great to see that at least three of them were people, you know, back to that number line, at least three of them were people that had really been uh, praying for for m- many many years to see them kind of 
take a really bold step forward and say, I'm I'm all in to the gospel ministry. I want to do this and complete that class. It's just been huge. Yeah. What what did COVID look like over there? Yeah. Uh well we we started there with COVID the same time everybody else did last March or March, April twenty twenty. And um there was some some spread, but they were able to, they closed the borders immediately, uh, then they did some lockdown measures and were able to get it under control, and um, we didn't have any COVID in the country for almost a year. Wow. Until April of this year. And they were allowing people to come in, but under a quarantine, in a quarantine basis, 14 days of quarantine, right. then you could be released into the into the community. And uh, so there was a breach there in April, and um, it has spread, and it is spreading um, throughout Fiji, but on the main island because they're not allowing any domestic movement, really. So you can be in the main island, um, but you can't uh, cross over. So our island has, uh, has no cases, but it's they're the measures they've put in place uh we are all of Fiji are under those measures so no meetings no uh no really anything you can just go to town and um and get groceries and, and schools you know, have been closed have completely been shut down since, since then. april mm. yeah and no no indication of when they'll hmm. they'll open again so it's a it's a a, a difficult and uh situation right now in yeah. the COVID department. But mm-hmm. again, as Amanda mentioned, you know, it's amazing what the Lord does even in, in COVID situations. You know, one of the guys mentioned to me, he's had more opportunities uh, since last March 2020 uh, than he was having before. Counseling opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had opportunities in people's lives. You know, sometimes it's just helping people because they've been affected greatly. Um, there's been a lot of job loss and things like yeah. that in Fiji. But And another thing they're doing um, are Zoom Bible studies. We were doing, uh, Mike and I would go with one family every week and have a Bible study. Kamal, the other pastor, and his wife would go with a family and have a Bible study. And then we have church on Sunday. But now, um, collectively with the other f- churches that we're in fellowship with, we have Bible studies that were most nights of the week and two on Sunday, someone was doing a, a Zoom meeting. And so we were finding that with our extra time, we're getting more time in the Word and yeah. sitting under the teaching of God's Word. Yeah, that's really been a blessing. Mm-hmm. It's been it? a great blessing. It's been great to hear. As we have uh, other Bible churches in our fellowship that are on the main island, we're the only one on our island. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's been a great opportunity for us and, and our people as well uh, to sit under some of the men on the main island that they would never really get to hear from. Mm. And uh, that's been a great, that's mm. been a great time. I really so the, enjoyed that. The people in our island that we minister to are able to hear weekly um, from pastors on the main island who are their same race, speaking their heart language and teaching them God's word. And without COVID, they would have never had that. So that's been pretty amazing. It's it's reinforcing even more and and mentoring them even more to you know where they want to go in that model of what they want to be. They're getting to hear it now weekly. It's been really great. 
Yeah, I think that's one thing kind of just across the board that COVID that I guess would be a, a silver lining of all this is that mm-hmm. it people that never would have before are learning how to use and embrace technology and use it as a tool for, mm-hmm. and in your case, you know, for to be more effective in your ministry. But I mean, just across with teleworking and, you know, like we probably would have never really got this podcast thing off the ground. We had some time, mm-hmm. you know, when this first started and it seemed like, all right, well, let's do it. And here we go. You know, I, I think it's been, that has been a really big silver lining, just kind of most people that I talk to bring that up and it's just interesting to hear. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it's, it just proves God's spirit can't be stopped. He he knows exactly what he's doing and he's, he's singling out what really matters and what sustains us. It's his word and the power of his, his spirit that's yeah. just working. Yeah, I think it's amazing uh, that we look at a situation like this and we think, you know, what's going to happen? How we can't even meet together. We can't even, we're not even supposed to be going out and uh, visiting people or, mm-hmm. or anything like that. How's the gospel going to get out? <laughs> you know, how is this going to happen? The Lord's like, I got this, you yeah. know, I've, you know, we can, there's so many ways and, and amazing things are happening even in the midst of what appears to be. From a human standpoint, this isn't very good for ministry. This isn't very good for the advance of the gospel. Well, it can be, and the Lord does does great mm-hmm. things, and we've seen some of that. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of other people have too. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just gonna. I don't really have any more specific questions, but I'm just gonna open it up to you guys. Kind of final thoughts, wrapping up. Anything else that you want to mention, or you know, stories you want to tell, or things you want to make sure that you say before we wrap this up, um, floor is yours. Okay. Yeah, I think um, just uh, we're excited for what the Lord has for us uh, here. Um, we returned uh, at this at this juncture um, in large measure for, for our children. Uh, we have been on the field for... 12 years and our yeah. kids have been along with us and they've been they've done a great job and um and we we took this opportunity and uh, our kids are going through some big stuff in life uh, especially our older two but even our others they've got some big things going on and uh we we returned to the US in part because covid happened and it's created a situation where we're really unable to do much. Uh, we can do some things by Zoom and we are going to, we will be able to do some of that even from here. Right. Um, but uh, the Lord has made uh, a way and has led us to this, uh, this juncture. And it really is kind of a, kind of a walking by faith. We don't know what this next six months or year or is going to hold, but we believe that God's got us here to be an encouragement and a help to our kids here and uh, excited uh, to see what the Lord's going to do there and how we can uh, encourage them and kind of get them, um, you know, help them to just have a great start in, uh, in their adult lives. And so we're excited about that. Yeah. 
Very thankful to be here at, uh, at BFC again and to see what you guys are doing with this podcast. And I know for, for me, being in Fiji and not having as much Christian fellowship, the, um, listening to podcasts through the years and, and catching up with sermons and things has, has been a mainstay. It's, it's really been effective and helpful in my life. And so um, it's great to see that now BFC is going to be doing that and glad that we could come tonight and, and share a bit. And it, it's kind of fitting because BFC has been such a huge part of what uh, of, of us even being able to be in Fiji. Um, so, yeah, it's just really great. And we're thankful for that. Excited to see where it, it all goes. Awesome. Well, I appreciate both of you, you know, spending some time here and letting anyone who listens to this get to know you a little bit better. We appreciate it. And, um, you know, just again, to wrap this up, if you, if you out there listening, you know, found value in this, share it, get the word out there, spread it and help us out with that. And we would greatly appreciate it. Um, Mike, would you be willing to close us in prayer? Sure. Heavenly Father, we just want to come before you and just thank you for your goodness, how great you are. Lord, you continue to, you're so faithful to work uh, in us. Lord, thank you for uh, calling us to yourself. Thank you for opening our our eyes to our sinfulness, our need before you, and helping us to see um, uh, that uh, you alone are uh, you alone are the answer to our sin problem. Uh, thank you for sending your Son Jesus, who who died for us, who took the penalty for our sin, that we might uh, that we might live, that we might have life, forgiveness of sins, and that we might have life abundantly, and we might be able to live for your honor and glory. Help us to do that day by day uh, by your grace. Lord, I thank you for um, this podcast. I thank you for uh, the ministry of Bible Fellowship Church. I pray that you continue to uh, use uh, this through this format and others uh, that the uh, that your word uh, might be spread uh, to many here on the Gulf Coast, but also uh, to the nations as this uh, reaches many. Uh, Lord, we we ask you, Lord, that. You might be with those folks there in Fiji, the Indian people, as they continue on, as they think about uh, the leaders there of uh, Vunival Bible Church there in Lombasa, Fiji. Uh, we pray for those, uh, those individuals as they continue to serve you faithfully. Uh, we pray that you might um, uh, continue to, to guide and direct them uh, to what you would have them to do from day to day. Uh, give them grace as they seek to minister to others, as they seek to share the gospel, as they seek to live for you in these days. We pray for the situation there um, the, with COVID there in, in, in Fiji. Uh, we do pray that um, that uh, would improve, that the situation would improve through uh, vaccination and other means uh, to the point that, uh, that, that Fiji can open again uh, soon. Uh, Lord, we pray for the future there, for the future of the ministry. Lord, we pray that the gospel will go forth, that more, uh, more people who are lost in, in darkness, in the darkness of, of sin and, 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 and misunderstanding, not, not knowing the truth, that they might uh, be introduced to our precious Savior, Jesus. 
and and be saved and 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 know a life of of freedom uh, from sin and uh, the ability to uh, because of your grace the ability to live for you uh, we thank you for this again for this time for this this podcast that we've been able to have and this time of um, of just discussing uh, Fiji and what you've done and so we we give you all the honor and glory for it all it's in Jesus name I hope you enjoyed our discussion today and found it thought-provoking. The Upper Room is a Bible Fellowship Church production. The opinions discussed by our guests are just opinions and random thoughts at the time of recording and do not necessarily reflect the doctrine or stated beliefs of Bible Fellowship Church.